Yeah, yeah, Ryan Bars. Sit back, relax, real talk, what you listen to? Hosted by black brothers, distinguished individuals. So listen up, cause times is getting critical. This is where we ignite your mental and your physical. To the point where your spiritual is visible. Our mission, each one, teach one. Till our bond is indivisible. Where we make bread like bakeries. What you thought? It's a brother's podcast, Ash Crib Report. Brian Bars in World Tour. They give you fly bars in the world of sports. LT, the voice got the news. J Boogie, PC Joe, yeah they got the juice And last but not least we got Hawkeye and Mr. Wallace With the hot topics, yeah it's hard to stop us Stop and be our last resort It's the Burroughs Podcast, Stash Crib Report Chip, BK All right, welcome to the Brothers Podcast. I'm here with Ryan Bars. How you doing? What's good, fellas? How y'all doing? Another week. Blessed to be here. Play correct, Joe. How you doing? How you doing, gentlemen? Mr. Wallace, how you doing? What's going on, y'all? Shine to you. LT the voice. How you doing? Wonderful, wonderful fellas. All right. All right. So, Kanye West, did he get canceled? I mean, it, the JP Morgan, they pulled his, his bank account from them. Uh, he just, one of his um, camp, um, concerts in SoFi Stadium has been canceled. Uh, his, his, his Instagram has been limited. Is he being canceled? Politically correct, Joe. Yes, they're attempting to cancel him. They are attempting to cancel him, but I feel like they might be successful now because I think he did kind of lose the black community support behind him. So, you know, it was all good when he was talking about black people. It was freedom of speech and, you know, your right to say what you want when it was talking about blacks. But, you know, when you talk about the wrong community that really stick together, you might have a little bit of issue. So I think they're attempting to cancel him, <clears throat> but I don't know if they will be successful. But the attempt is definitely, you know, like they tried to cancel Dave Chappelle but the, I think like the black community rallied behind Dave Chappelle and everybody else. But I think Kanye might have lost the support of everybody around him. So it might be easy to get him out of here. That's my take. Ryan Bosch, your thoughts? Yeah, man. Your boy Kanye West is out of here, man. Definitely. Like a like a like a baseball. Hit by your boy Barry Bonds, he's out of here. Cause uh, I feel like, you know, what I mean, he's doing too much. And like Joe said, he ain't got the black community to rile up for him. You know what I mean? He done talked about how you know what I mean. White people don't like black people in the past, so you know what I mean. I don't think he gonna have the white people to back him up either. So you know what I mean. He, he just, he speaks his mind, but it gets him in trouble. 
You know what I mean? So that's just one of the things that's going on. And uh, as far as him coming back from it, man, like he's been doing too much. You know what I mean? Like he's been in the news too much and it's all negative. You know what I mean? So I don't know if he's going to be able to come back from it. That's my take. All right, Mr. Wallace, your thoughts. Uh, I agree with both uh, Ryan Barnes and Joe. I, I think that uh, the attempt to cancel him is, is prevalent. You know, I think they're definitely trying. Uh, I don't think they'll be successful, uh, not because he has a backing of any specific community or group of people, but I think people are just getting tired of, of cancel culture in itself. Because uh, I think they're just going too far in some instances. And um, I don't think they'll be successful because because of that. You know what I mean? Because people just be like, yo, people say what the fuck they want to say. You know, it's, it's, it's getting too much right now. Everybody getting canceled for nothing. Yeah, that's my thing. All right. World Tour, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, I think that it's, this is probably going to be the greatest attempt to cancel him. Cause you know, once you start talking about the Jewish community, they're gonna get they they gonna be on your ass, right? And um, um, PC Joe, I think he said um, they tried the same thing with uh Chappelle, but we did band behind them. That was PC Joe who said that, right? Yeah, yep. I believe so. Yeah. So um, I feel like definitely with the whole white lives minus shirt and all that, he's definitely losing a lot of steam within the black community. So, and, and 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 at the same time, he's done things to be canceled within the black community already. So it can say, well, whatever the case may be, or how you may feel about it. But I think, I think it's an obvious, I think he's definitely on probably some, I think he's medicated, you know what I'm saying? Because wasn't he admitted to a hospital and all that at one point? You know what I'm saying? So I think he's, I think he's going through a lot, but at the same time, is they, they're not going to care. They're going to really do the insanity thing like with him. Like, I don't, I, I, don't, I think he's going down a, a bad road. Right. No, too, I think he's suffering from depression. Right. Yeah. You could, you could tell. You could tell. Yeah. All right. LT the voice, your thoughts. Yeah, I had the others ready. Too. It's a more mental state. We got to deal with too. I agree with all my brothers what they were saying. But you have to deal with the mental. You really have to deal with the mental. Because sometimes it will be hard. You will be going through something else. At the same time as you're dealing with a certain situation, and you have to work around it. So you just gotta be careful. And you gotta put your best foot forward. That's my take. Uh, okay, you, you said my Kanye West, man. It's good. <laughs> 
But go ahead, Joe. Oh, but you know what? Yeah, talk about Kanye West. Kanye West is an asshole. No. He's an asshole. No, but... I, I don't give a Hey, that's my opinion, right? Go ahead, Joe. Yep. Kanye West is an ass. No. no, but to, you know, like he, he does suffer from depression and he used to have to take medication. And he was in an interview and he said he, he hated the way the medication made him feel. Because it made him, it, it felt like it was taken away from his artistic ability, so he hated taking the meds. And I think that's when it's different. When his mother was around, he made sure he took his meds. And you know, but the meds gave him it centered him a little bit. But I felt like he's just like off his meds right now, and it's it, it's showing. Because I don't think like Kim and them, they probably like him because it gives them more. So you know, I. For, I, I I, I should just let somebody go because they take a medication. No, what I'm saying is, he's not. He's not in the right mind state right now because he's off his meds. And he so says he, right. So you see, you see somebody out on the street, you just gonna give them money because they're not taking medication. But like, oh, oh, he fucked up right now. I'm gonna just give him some money just because. He's not taking medication to each his own. To each his own. You got you, 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 yo, you got to die by your own bed, bro. And I, and I understand that. What I'm saying is he's not in his right mind frame right now because he's, you know, he, he's sick. You live He's by the sword, no you die by the sword. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. So he lived a certain life, and then now he's trying to make an excuse for his reason for living? For what? Well, it's like this, right? Like, imagine, like, I'm, I'm thinking here. You know, as y'all talking, I'm thinking, like, this dude got billions of dollars. You know, any, everything that any man would think they would want, you know what I mean? Everything. What the fuck he's lying for? And he's he's depressed. Like he's obviously, you know. And you know, looking back, evidently he sold himself to the devil. He sold himself. Look at the things. Look at the things he's going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this man lost his mom. He went through a divorce, and you know, can't see his kids the way he wants to. And someone who's been through that. You know, I understand the toll I can take on somebody. And everybody is like, yo, because you already got everything that I could ever want, nigga, it can't be that hard. So imagine going through that, feeling those kind of pains and, and those kind of sufferings while everybody is looking at you like, nigga, why you complaining? You know what I mean? Like, would anybody be in a good mental state? I don't think so. Yep. Yeah, but and, and and it's the same thing like alcoholism, right, Spot? Someone that's addicted to drugs and, and alcohol, it could be because of their mental state. And and they take that as a as a as a source to help them through their pain. And a lot of times they need so you, now, now, now you sitting there telling me that I'm an alcoholic? I'm not saying that. Nobody's saying that. Well, you said spots. 
No, I'm good so, dog man, will holler. I'm not saying nothing. I'm saying I said drugs. No, I said drugs and alcohol because people deal with pain differently. Maybe he want to deal with the pain by not taking his meds, right? Some people use Percocets, so you don't know a person' mental state. So you, you know, so they need a lot of times people call out for help and they need help, and you can't just look down and be like you're not you you make a bad line. You gotta have like empathy for people, so I'm sure, you know, and and realize what they're going through, and and it's not all. I I I, I jumped on him too. I'm not gonna say it like you know, but when I really sit back and look at it, like this guy's really going through some shit, and and the whole world is just making a mockery of him, and just you know, and which is making it worse. You know, yeah, so you, people I mean, do sick. But, you know, but, but you know, and that's. That, you know, it's the point I always try to make. You know, it's like we pick people's value on what they're worth. You know, what I mean, we think because he has so much money that none of this shit should matter. You know, what I mean, but it does because, like, look, look at this man. You know, what I'm saying, like, look at this man, yo. He's look at look at who he was when he first came out. Look at him now. You know, what I'm saying it's 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 a different dude. You know, completely no different. Is trying to help him. Because no one thinks he deserves the patience because he's a billionaire and he has everything he wants. That's, you know, and, and, our, our society is messed up, man. It's like, it's, 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 it's not good, man. That's bad. And it's trying to use him on top of that. So everybody wants him because he has a billionaire, but nobody really cares about him. You feel what I'm saying? And imagine living like that. Imagine being him. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't give a fuck either. You know what I'm saying? I might be on some fuck everybody shit too. Yeah. Like living in my world, like yo, fuck it, it's my world. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean, come on, man. And I'm just, I'm just scared. Like he might hurt himself too. You know what I'm saying? Because I was, and I jumped on him before because you know he said the shit about like the white lives matter, and I really jumped on him. And you know when I really sat there and think, because I was thinking about it, and I'm like, this dude is really like. No, there for this guy. I, I feel like his mother was the only person to ever care about him, truly. He said his father. And once they took away that from. Actually, Joe, he said uh, in the country college, and he said his mother took him away from his father. But I think I think that's one of the pains he's dealing with. He found that out after his mother died, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you know, imagine that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you honor him. But, 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 I mean, look how much he loves his mom. You know, to this day, he still, you know, reference her. Like, you know, Yonder wouldn't go for that. Yonder, you know what I mean? Like, and you know that she purposely kept you away from your father. And now, now being a father, you understand, you know, you have a deeper understanding of, of how she robbed you. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she stole a precious part of your life. And you, you can't even confront her no more. Because she ain't here. But the father shouldn't have waited till the mother died, though. He had no choice. Based on what he said. Mm -hmm. he, yeah, he said but, he had but, different, but, um, different, he did it differently. And um, some people started mm -hmm. pulling her away from him. And um, so, you know, that's the same thing with Kim, about Kim people doing about Kim and he said people trying to tell her to get away from him and it's the same people that's trying to tell her as a 40 year old woman 
to go to a magazine and put her ass out while she have three black children. And he like, nah, he don't want her to do that. And that's why it's just one of the reasons why he get they they saying they they told him to get away, pull her away from him. And he said, nah, I'm not doing that. He said, that's why he said, I'm not gonna do what my mom did to my father. You know, I'm gonna do I'm gonna buy the house next to her. It's not stalking, but it's it, you know, this is me trying to stay stay with, with my kids because what my mom did to me, my mom did to my father and how it affected me. That's what he said. But I mean, as far as the situation with Kim. It, I don't see nothing wrong with that as far as, you know, him not wanting her to go show her ass on the magazines. I mean, it's cool before you get with her, but when you with her, you don't want your girl doing that shit. I mean... She right was doing it when she was with him, too. But he didn't no, she was doing it when she was with him. She was showing her ass when she was with him, too. Well, she's a billionaire. That, that, that ass made her, made, her, made her a billionaire. Let's be honest. Right or wrong? Yeah. It's very nice. <laughs> Not bad in the sense, right? No, but that ass is that ass is worth a lot of money. It is. It is. It's, it's a lot of people want it and they use it to make money off of, off of it, and it, it it doesn't hurt that it's that it's on a lighter shade, you know. But my but my thing is this, right? If the if the ass already made you a billionaire, like why keep continuing to show it? Because they're greedy. They want to continue to get as much money as they can. Did she get a law degree too? I think she got a law degree. Man, she just got like an honorable law degree. It's like from the, it's not accredited law school. And in 43 of the 50 states, you do not need to go to law school to be a lawyer. You got to pass the bar. So anybody what, can be a lawyer. You could be a lawyer if you study for the bar and pass it in New York. Well, what we could say is this, and I want to go to, um, you know, World Tour, if you hear. The Kardashians, when you, when a black, they mess with a bunch of black men, and every black man that into a relationship that's married to them never leave the same way. Never. Black. Right. So why you're you think black. that is? I'm going to go Ryan Bar. Rise that, Ryan Bar. Whether it's Kanye, Lamar Odom to what happened to him, you know, um, countless other black men that was messing with him as well. Yeah, I, well, personally, man, I think they witches. Like, like straight up, you know what I mean? They, nah, let me stop. Nah, but like for real, they they weird, you know what I mean? And it's not a coincidence that all these black men are going crazy. You know what I mean? Or just being depressed, smoking crack, you know what I mean? Doing whatever they doing, you know what I mean? And just just going down, like, you know what I mean? Like the world trade, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's really not a coincidence that all these, this family, you know what I mean? Like even uh, the white dude, you know what I mean? Uh, 
who is now known as Caitlyn Jenner. You know what I mean? Like he was good before, but now he's a totally, he's a woman now. You know what I mean? They changed his whole lifestyle. And I think it was because it was their influence, you know what I mean, on him. And it's, it's, it's not a coincidence, like I was saying. That's my take. What about you, um, Mr. Wallace? Uh, I think that they they have a totally different moral code and set of values. And I think what happens is, you know, because look, look at the dudes they get, right? They don't, they fuck with like famous black rich people that don't come from money. Right. And it's like, you know, when people say, yo, when you get money, you change, right? It's like you grow up in the hood your whole life. You grow up with those kind of values, right? Those things are important to you. Like the things that, you know, kept you alive and kept you going. And then, you know, now you get $50 million and you around this chick that has orgy parties on Fridays and, you know, making sushi parties on Saturdays. And it's a different life. And you don't know if, is this just how it is? You know, and I'm just, you know, so naive to it, or is this, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't find out until it's too late that no, nigga, it's these crazy bitches, you know what I'm saying? Like, they into some different shit. Um, like look what Ray J came out with. You know what I'm saying? It's like that kind of shit. You don't do that kind of shit. You know, you got you got a, a different set of morals, man. It's like, you know, they know how to seduce men. Um, they know how to seduce men, you know, and they it's like they are the epitome of what you know men should be cautious about. You know what I'm saying? They they sexy, they sweet talking, they're affectionate, all of that. You know what I mean? Boost the ego, spend money on you, just have you feeling like a king until they fucking destroy you from the inside out. And you just looking like, what happened? You know what I mean? Like that's those that whole family, yo, they are, you know, you gotta be cautious of them, you know what I'm saying? Because they they just they, they they play by a different set of rules. I just don't think they have the same moral compass as everybody else. I just think they're on something different. And they learn that from somewhere, I, you know, I don't know. Definitely they mother. Mother be the queen king of that bitch, but I don't know where she got it from. Maybe, you know, they, maybe their father. Maybe their father told me that. You know what I mean? Before he died. Uh, that's my thing. Play Craig Joe. Now, you know, I, I think Ryan was onto something because I seen something on Facebook or Instagram where it says like Kim's grandmother was like a witch or some shit like that. And I see something like that. Like, it, it seems weird that every man, right? And, and it's not only the black men, because look at it, like Chris Humphrey, right? He used to marry Kim Kardashian. As soon as he break up with him or whatever, his career, yeah. it went down the hill. Reggie Bush, like, um... Scott, the, the, the Scott, he's an alcoholic fucked up right now. That used to be Courtney's husband or one of them. Like, Bruce Jenner. Like, if you look at every man 
they never leave the way they come in, right? They'll they be like a bright star or, or they're they're on top of their A game. And after they fuck with the Kardashians, bro, they're just not the same. So it, it, it seems weird. Like if I was a celebrity, you know, and, and I had the opportunity to date when I run from that whole family, bro. Yeah, I don't think that's a, a, a you know, point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe yeah. all the celebrities don't fuck with them. I think it's a certain type of dude they look for. Yeah, you know I mean? mm-hmm. it's like really not confident, and they're like, "Oh, you know what I mean?" Like, because you know, I, I mean, they, I'm sure they've been around celebrities and celebrities are turning down. They ain't get every celebrity they do the pussy at, but they know like who to choose. You know what I'm saying? Because these niggas go like yeah. go go crazy. Yo. It's just like you know, you become totally different. Or maybe you know, maybe you don't know who you was. You know what I mean? Maybe you was you were still trying to figure yourself out because you don't go to those extremes if you're secure who you are. And I, it was it was I think it was French. It was it's one celebrity that says they they came up to him and he was like, nah. I said y'all y'all be fucking people career up and walked away from him. I think the big the big one was trying to fuck with him or something like that. What's the big one name? Um. What's the big one name? Is it Yeah, the big Chloe, Chloe Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah, but but and, and, and even the, the brothers, right? Because you look at it, it's not even people that they sleep with. Because even if you come out the Kardashian coochie and you a male, you fucked up. Because look at Rob. Rob fucked up too. Yeah, he is. No, I so I feel like he's a good father, right? And he got a kid with um um black child. Black child. Yeah, yeah. But look, he got a kid, huh? But that bitch crazy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know where so she that, get that from? Her mother. Her mother's yeah. even crazier. Black China mother out here twerking. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like I, I feel like if you if you go into some Kardashian pussy or come out of it as a man, you fuck. <clears throat> let me ask you. Let me ask you something. If the pace of society was different, right? Say we still valued the things that we valued in the eighties. Would the Kardashians be as successful as they are now? No. Nah. So they couldn't survive in a different society like that. No. This is the right society for them. I just want to ask you one question. Then yes or no. If you see a girl, if you if you had a girl, right, and a girl had a sex tape, would you marry her? No. If you knew the sex tape, Ryan. No. No. Mr. Wallace. No. Right, you play Craig Joe. Yep. Depends. You would marry her. <laughs> yeah, not- that's the same answer I want to start. It depends on which that is. It's a billionaire. Yeah. So you would marry the- Kim Kardashian. If I if I were American, yeah, I would American Kardashian right now. I'll take I'll chance it. Now, and that's I would fuck her, but I wouldn't marry her. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, I don't think she's giving it up without you marrying her. I mean, if you divorce her, yeah, where the money? Get her where you fit in. Where the money at? Half a billion. You fit in. Get her where the money. He gave it up to Pete Davidson. Yeah, because he white. She ain't giving it up to no black man without right. no marriage. So, 
Yeah, she black, yo. I I I know I know I, I know I'm good for a lifetime. What? I'm good for a lifetime. If you marry her, you good. No, not really. Yeah, but y'all just said just now that all the men that fuck with her end up fucked up, and yet you still gonna marry her by you knowing that. Yeah, because I'm in order, in order, in order, in order. I need that money. I need that money. Fuck it. Yeah, if it come to push come to shove, push come push come to shove. You gotta be married to her for 10 years. I need that money. I'm gonna get it. You gotta be married to her for 10 years. Ain't none of them had no marriage for 10 years. <sighs> and they know that. Yeah, she doesn't last long in marriages. I like to live my family. I don't think you listening, LT the voice, to what Mr. Wallace is telling you. Tell him again, Mr. Wallace. That in California, you have to be married for 10 years in order to receive any financial benefits, or at least 10 years. That's in California. She ain't in California. Oh, well. Yes, she is. She is. Well, let me shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you got Joe Tokers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Her marriage is going to last long. Oh, now. But, but yo, no. sidebar, sidebar. Ashanti is better. Shit, bro. Okay. Yeah, I see. I see. You on the Ashanti tip. Ashanti ain't got no kick. That's the junior you said? I'm gonna put a kid in there. Um, so Joe, why why was Kanye in the situation of being canceled in the first place? No, nah, he said he said that con three coming to the Jews tomorrow. And then I guess Instagram canceled it. Um stopped his account, Twitter stopped his account. That's what he said. Even, like he said to the Jews. But but you know it's funny though, to, to remember when he was going at Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson and he did texting crazy shit about Kim and Instagram would not take the post down for nothing. And he was kind of like on some crazy shit with Kim, like texting and, and, and threatening tweets and all this and threatening Pete Davidson. Instagram and Twitter did nothing. He just said he just said he's gonna talk to the Jewish community the next day and everything is canceled. No, 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 Joe, hold on, you got it wrong, man. He was banned from Insta from Instagram for making a racial slur to Trevor Noah, which is the the Daily Show host, and he's black. Yeah, he black. Yeah, so that's why he was banned from Instagram for 24 hours. He was um banned from the Grammys um, mm -hmm. for um concerning online behavior. But I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he because this, this is this is how I heard it. I heard that JP Morgan and then Paul, you know, didn't let them, they didn't let him continue investing his money with them anymore because of something anti-Semitic. But I heard him yeah. say that he was going to expose bad business practices 
And that's when they put out this anti-Semitic rhetoric. He was like, he didn't say nothing anti-Semitic. He was, he was, he did. He was going to put out their bad business practices. But he didn't say anything. That's, that's what I was asking. Like, did he use the word Jew? Like, did he say something Jew? Yeah. Yeah, he said, he said he's going to be talking about the Jewish community tomorrow. That's what he said on Instagram. And he said, DeckCon 3 is coming or something like that. He did say that. He tweeted it. Yeah, but did he say, like, are you going to be talking about the Jewish community? That's not anti-Semitic. No, he wasn't. And that's why I said it was funny, because that's all he said. And then everybody's trying to cancel him, calling him and they call him anti-Semitic because of that. And I, and that's what I said. He didn't even say anything negative. He just said he's going to start talking about the, the, the bad practice or something about the Jewish community. He threatened to talk about him. Yeah, he was. He, he didn't was even say anything. the bad business practices, you know, which I can see that. I can see that. You know what I mean? There's probably something funky going on. They yeah. own the banks. They own all the banks. Of course, they're gonna have shit working in their favor. He's he probably got a got a key into it because he got so much money. And he's like, I'm exposed to shit. And, and you know, and, and, you know, this is the price you gotta pay. And he has no filter too. So when he starts talking, he's telling everything. So well, he's, you know, so he don't even care. Like, he that he has that he was referencing. He going, he going, he going reach a lot of people with that. Yep. So they had to cut him off. But they just call him anti-Semitic. Anything anti-Semitic. I think he was just about to, like, yo, these banks stealing your money. But that's what they're saying it is, though. That's what um everybody's saying is anti-Semitic. But it's the, not. That's the, that's the rhetoric that they put out. And they yeah. own all the media, so, you know, what, 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 what you going to hear? Yep. And or, yeah, I, I thought it was funny. That's why I was like, he, he he didn't even say anything. He just threatened to say something, and he didn't even say what he was gonna say. But it, once he said, "I'm gonna start talking about the Jewish practices or something like that," they just cut him off. But I think he, I think the key word he used was Jewish. I, yeah, honestly, I disagree with you. For the simple fact, Kanye Kanye came out and said what he was going to do. He's looking for followers, in my opinion. He dead ass looking, looking for, for followers. Followers. Kanye People that's going to follow his ass. Whoa, the shit. Like you said. What are you no talking about? What you talking about, Phil? Kanye is, is a fucking bug out, bro. Nah, yo, I oh, yo, I'm going to do this. Y'all fucking with me? He just does his shit from like a place of ignorance sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like I was watching Drink Champs earlier. He said, um, he said R and B was the first uh, movement away from God. Was the first music that moved away from God. Because he was like, first he had gospel. And I'm like, you know, nigga, there was music since the beginning of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like we had music before Christianity. What the fuck is that? How how is R&B the first step away from God? Um, but he made a point, you know what I'm saying? Like how, how the rhythms were, were based off of gospel music and stuff like that or closest to gospel music. Um, but I think sometimes he just says shit out of ignorance and, and passion, you know what I'm saying? Like he got a goal and he is a demon. You know, you gotta you gotta give it to him, bro. Look look what he did. Look what he did with himself. Um the brother is genius, but he is detached as well. 
and he's going through some problems. You know what I'm saying? He got depression and got all that shit. He's dealing with some shit. All right. Welcome, Jay Boogie. Fellas, 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 go Giants. What up, baby? Jay Boogie. So, Jay. All right, Jay Boogie, jumping right in. Um, is Kanye West being canceled? Um, I wouldn't say Kanye is being canceled. Kanye may be trying to cancel himself, but, you know, just kind of listening to that last few seconds of conversation, um, you know, between what, what LT's voice said, and then what Mr. Wallace said, I don't, I don't think that he's searching for followers because he has enough followers for a very long time. But he's entered into a realm of, of politics, um, and and just be using his platform for what he believes is to be true, right? And so right, wrong, or indifferent, however you view him, um, you know, he has too much of a platform uh, for him to be canceled. Um, and for as long as there's a, a social media platform uh, for him, he will continue to have those followers. I think I saw maybe Instagram or somebody uh, suspended his account uh, last week uh, for a week, I want to say. Um, I think it was Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so that's how you know he's becoming uh, very influential, even more influential, because that's the same thing they did to Donald Trump when when Donald Trump, they felt like he had too much of a reach, they ended up canceling his account on Twitter. And so I kind of think you see the same thing going on with, with Kanye right now, uh, particularly when he aligns himself with people on the right, where a lot of these folks that own these, these uh, social media platforms tend to lean more to the left. And so you see some of these actions being taken uh, by some of these folks. But I think at the end of the day, he has too big of a platform for him to be canceled. Some of the actions, you know, you think, is he trying to do this himself? But at the end of the day, um, it, it, he's he's too difficult of a person, just like Donald Trump is, to cancel uh, away from the culture. Period. All right, Jay, Jay, oh no, no, oh, no, no, no. I just want to say they, they they canceled Farrakhan too, and he's on the left, bro. Not is really he on the left. left? But... No, he's yeah, on the left. You add on to that, or, or add on to Do you think? Do you think that he was gonna run for president? No, like I don't think so. He was. I don't think he will. But yo, real quick, real quick, because I was just thinking about this. Back in the day, you know, Michael Jackson shake Ronald Reagan's hand, and ain't nobody trying to cancel Michael Jackson. Absolutely. But that was before social media and stuff. And, and, and you know, before everybody in the field. But, but that, that's my point. That's my point. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's Kanye's point with all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, why the fuck does it matter? Like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, why are you judging me? Like, love me for the shit that I, that I provide for you. Why does it matter? Like, at the end of the day, I think we're too involved and too judgmental. It's like, yo, man, we, we all out here living life. Like, Michael Jackson should handle Ronald Reagan, nigga. Reagan. And Michael Jackson never lose an ounce of love in the black community. Ever. Outside of reaching the skin and shit, but even that, like they couldn't cancel, they couldn't stop him. You know what I'm saying? We love him too much. But but I'm gonna tell you two. One thing is like, like I understand what like, he's a superstar. He doesn't live a regular life. Like, who cares? But I understand what you're saying. But the, the other thing is too. If you look at Jay Z, right? 
Jay-Z is not on social media. So I feel like the only thing people could really base Jay-Z off of is like his music. Because like like Kanye, when 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 someone gets social media and they're always on it, always on social media, you get to see them for more than the art that they are doing. And then you start judging them about something different. Jay-Z comes from our era. Jay-Z comes from our era. That's a different yeah. kind of nigga, yo. Now, Tom, you gotta put your name out there. Unless no, no. You know, nobody will hear you. Man, you gotta like, put your like, name out there. He like, put his name Cole out there. Like that. Nah, J. Cole is like that. He like, you know, he low-key and shit. Yeah. But, yeah, certain niggas that move like that and certain niggas that don't. Yeah, but I think I think once you put your life out there, like, every minute that I wake up, look what I'm doing for this, and you love it, then people are gonna, they judge you on that. I feel like if Kanye wasn't on social media so much, you know, then so much of him wouldn't be exposed. Yeah, but I think and, we have to look at ourselves. I think we judge too harshly, man. It's like, you know, and you know, this is a sideball. You know what I mean? I know it's another topic. We do, we do, we do. You know what I mean? But we do. It's like, yo, you know, we ready to rip the world from people for make for doing something we don't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck are we? I'm sure I do shit that people don't like every day. I don't want them to cancel me. You know what I mean? Try to rob me of my livelihood. It's like, yo, we just take this shit too far. Based on public opinion, shit just goes too far, man. It's like, yo, it's not, it's not even that serious. It's a moment in time. You know what I'm saying? It's a moment in time. And we we just, I don't know, man. We hang on people's scores way too much. And I apologize for diving in. You know what I'm saying? Go back to the conversation. My bad. All right. No doubt. Please correct, Joe. So you're saying the reason why they're even thinking about cash and Kanye is because of what? But Mars just said it. It was because of, I guess he was going to expose JT Morgan bad bank practices. But they was like he was anti-Semitic because he threatened to okay. um, speak up to the Jewish community about bad That's practices. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you. That's what I wanted to say. So, what you're saying is the Jewish, you feel that the Jewish community have a, a strong backing, right? And it's very strong. Is that correct? It's very strong, of course. All right. Very powerful. So, so I bring up this question. I'm going to go to Ryan Barth first. Um, does the Jewish community thrive better than the Black community? You said thrive better? I believe that the Jewish community does thrive better and it's just because of the unity, you know what I mean, that they have, like, I see it, you know what I mean, every day, you know what I mean, you know what I mean, got black brothers out here just trying to get their, you know what I mean, they eat on and, you know what I mean, people will dismiss them like, yo, nah, be good, you know what I mean, or whatever, so, but like if you in a Jewish community and the Jewish man is trying to sell you something and the Jewish man is going the Jewish man is gonna buy it from the other Jewish man because he wants that Jewish man to thrive. You know what I mean? He wanna see him doing good. So uh yeah, I do believe that, you know what I mean, the Jewish community does thrive better than the black community. But you know, we have black community we have certain people that do you know what i mean uh you know support black owned businesses and stuff like that 
but it's not enough. That's my take. All right. Um, Jay Boogie. You, you, the question was, do I think the Jewish community thrives better than the black community? Yes, sir. So I, I think I, the, they do thrive more than we do because they stick together as a people. And we had this conversation a little bit last week uh, as far as you know the, the power of people, which is our most precious resource. Jewish people stick together. You don't see Jewish people killing each other. You don't see Jewish people downing each other. You see them sticking with each other to figure out how to make their community better. If we did that as a black people, I think we would, we would thrive way more than they would, but we don't stick together. We envy each other. We're jealous of each other. Um, and, and, that, and that keeps us separated uh, really to, to thrive the way Jewish the Jewish community does. And we see it all the time living in New York. You see it all the time. All right, Mr. Wallace. I will agree 100% with what um, my man Jay just said uh, and what Ryan Barr said. It's it, it due to their unity that I think they do thrive more. Um, but I also think that unity comes from a mindset. Like um, even in Hollywood, right? You see all the Jewish actors doing movies together. And even if a new Jewish actor comes in the scene, you know, he already has a lineup of people he can call in studios that will work with him. It's because even growing up as children, that's what they were taught. You know what I mean? Like that's what, that's what was instilled in them, that sense of community and uh, that sense of culture. Um, and you know, to Ryan's point, you know, he's absolutely right. You know, we see brothers struggling on the street, and we don't help them out. Um, in a lot of levels, man, in a lot of levels. But yes, they definitely thrive because of their sense of community. You know, similar to to Mexicans. You know, um, but Mexicans are typically. You know, they're more family-based rather than community-based um, with that sense. Uh, but yes, I feel like that's why. Because they're sense of community and they're, they're sense of community. Okay. Play Craig Joe. Yeah, I feel like the Jewish community, they thrive better than every other community, right? And it's because of their unity, but they do strive better in the black community. But <clears throat> like black community, like no other race, right, had the struggles and and faced the trauma that the black community faced in history. So that so so, you know, like I said, the past could the the the, the I disagree your on what you say on no no other race you, struggle. I disagree on what you say when no other race struggle. I, That's what I'm saying on that. I disagree on that. He ain't say no other race struggle. He said no other race struggle he like said, the black race. We all struggle. But on so different black levels, race don't count? on different levels, on different levels. It was different levels I, of struggle. I hear you on that. That's why we having this open conversation. That's right. Each one to each one. 
but you're not even listening before you jump in, bro. You just I feel like you just want to just disagree with me just for the, just just to disagree with me. You don't even have a reason to oh, disagree. Oh man, with me. you don't even say that, Joe. You just saying shit just to disagree with me, bro. You're like you're not you're not even listening to my 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 opinion before you even jump in and say something. No, that the black community has. No, we just stuck. I mean, I, 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 guess, you know I guess, I guess, I guess for me, every 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 race struggled the same as the black race. Every race and have the same equal struggle that the black race had, right? But who is better to get it than us, the other ones? I will. You know what, Joe? You know what, Joe? I will say that. Most of the cultures and races in the world have had the same struggles as Black people in within their history. Within their history, the Asians did, Germans did. You know what I mean? They did just you know hundreds of years ago, hundreds of thousands of years ago. Um, so yeah, after that, because. <laughs> Um, Melissa bought me this book, right? And it's called um, My Grandmother's Hand. Um, and I just started reading it. And it's, it, 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 it speaks about how you overcome um, the trauma, right? And one thing it teaches is um, trauma and racism. Everybody keeps thinking it's a mental thing, but it's actually your body and how it deal with trauma. And um, it shows like throughout history, Right, how the black community, how the trauma within that, that our grandparents faced and our parents faced, it stays with us, and 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 it's it, it it's it's not really mental, it's it's body, and it shows how the white trauma stays with them, but you know, but I I I just read like the, the second chapter, but it's like real interesting. It's called My Grandmother's Hands, but it it it, it talks about the um. The trauma of 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 racism and supremacy. Yo, send me a copy, yo. I want to read that. Yeah, but, but yeah, but that's one thing. But but yeah, I, I will. But that's one thing it, it, it speaks about, and it 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 says like how when black people were slaves, right? They had to be resilient and they had to be real resilient to survive the trauma of racism, and. It, it, it stays in our body. Like we still have that resilience to survive. So that's why black people are able to survive throughout the years. And it shows how when, the, the, you know, white supremacy was, a. it shows that's a trauma also of that being superior. And that stays with white people. And we have to like cure our body of it, of, of, this, of that mental, of, of that like trauma. So I, I only got to chapter two. I, I should finish it by the end of the week, but. It's a real dope book. Well, but, I'll, you know, I'll um, that we um the 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 one difference in our struggle that that no other culture has suffered, um, which makes ours so unique and so terrifying and tragic, is that we were robbed of our culture. Um, every other race that has gone through 
some sort of slavery. And I think the Persians had it the worst, really. They had it worse than us. Um, but they were still able to um, I guess, you know, remain attached to the culture that they had previously, uh, which is mm -hmm. why every every other culture has, I think, learned the lesson that we haven't, right, is that unity, right? So I think every culture has built certain le a certain level of resilience, you know, that resilience that you speak of that, that, that um, you know, you're referencing, I think every culture has that. They just have focused that into themselves, right, where they can be successful, right? Like Nigerians that come to this country, Indians, Asians, every other culture that comes to this country is able to be more successful than us. And I think that's for the one particular reason that we were robbed of our culture. That's the one part. And the second part is that we have adapted or adopted the culture of our oppressors, which is not our culture. You know, and we base our success on what white America bases success on. And we base our achievements based on what white America, you know, feels is an achievement. And we need to stop that. You know, I mean, I feel until we, we stop that, we, we're always going to be behind the ball. Because we're never going to reach that level. It's not, it's not meant for us. My bad, Hawk. No, but, that, yeah, but, but that's why... <laughs> No, but that's what um, Dr. Um, Ivan Van Sertema, like he teaches that, right? And he always, the effects of um, colonialism. And people always say, right? This is one thing, people always say, you know, if the black culture and African culture was so great back then, right? Why is it not great today? And he says one of the effects of colonialism is when someone takes over, destroy everything they destroy your past like right now if something happened god forbid something happened to america right and we are left here we we don't know how to have running water we don't know how to how, how to like right so they destroy the core the, the intelligence the the, the 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 brilliance of that community so that's what happened to us right so and i and i just saw something on tv they says why is the pyramid still in africa and they said because it was too heavy to steal because you know, and it's not—it's all over the world. Belgium, Europe, Europe, Spain—they just stole everything. They stole who we are, but we still struggle from that. We still struggle from that past. And and like I said, like my grandmother was a slave, right? My grandmother was ninety years old and she was a slave. So the trauma is not fully out of us. My great grandmother was a slave. Yeah, so we still, right? So you could talk about other laws, but other laws happened thousands of years ago, right? We, black people are dealing with this shit that happened like two, like a hundred years ago or less. Yeah, like two, three generations. We still, we, you know, and we're still living in the effects of that. And it's like every other race that been through shit, they got reparations. When black people was free, they gave reparations to the oppressors. And just told us, you know, figure it out. Yeah, but you know what? This is my thing, yo. And this is what, you know, and I'm sorry. I know we, me and Joe taking over this shit real quick. But, you know, this, this is an important point. This is my shit, right? It's like, 
every other country, every other culture has figured out what we haven't. And it's simple as fuck. You know what I mean? And, I, and it's like, I realized it, and I don't know why other people don't. It's like, yo, let's say you're the main cook at your house, right? Mm-hmm. And I come in there, and I'm like, yo, I can throw down. You know what I'm saying? But everybody eating at Joe's table. And I got my team, you know what I'm saying? Let's say it's me, World Tour, and Jay, right? Like, you know, we cooking. You know, like we, we could throw down. We know our shit is good. You know what I mean? But everybody going over your table. And then, say, Tories, World Tour, oh, my bad, World Tour goes over to your table. And instead of like, you know, now me and Jay, we sitting there like, oh, yeah, yeah, yo, Tories got to go sit at Joe's table. Tories got to sit at Joe's table. Instead of realizing, like, yo, nigga, we got a banging ass table over here. You know what I mean? Tories, fuck their table, yo. Get your ass back over here and bring one of them niggas with you. Because our table is what's cracking. You know what I'm saying? It's like we still trying to sit at the white people's table. If we get happy when they give us something. It's like, yo, if we really believe that our shit was great, then that shit wouldn't mean nothing to us. And the fact that it still does means we don't look at ourselves as great on our own. We still compare our successes to what they deem worthy of success on some level. Because we still take pride in us, in us having a seat at their table. And we need to take pride in sitting at our table and realizing that what we got is better than whatever they could ever give us. I mean, yeah, but every time, but yeah, I understand what you're saying, but it's like also too. Right, and people always talk about like when when slavery was first, when when slavery was first abolished. <clears throat> like we had politics and we had politicians, right? And this is one of the things that um, that, like Booker T. Washington and and W. E. B. Du Bois. This is one thing they argued a lot because Booker T. was like, we just like we don't want to be involved in your politics, right? We don't want to be involved in your politics. We want to be just be left alone to thrive, right? And and W.E. Du Bois used to always say, no, po- politics is very important. It's very important. You can't have, you can't live in a land where, where you have no political power because they'll just come and take your shit from you by using laws. And, and right? So even though Booker T watched his schools, it was a stepping stone, but it was like one section and without political power or without, they, they, they just, they just like, we, we had Black Wall Street, like, like, like Central Park was a thriving Black community, right? I forgot the name of it, but they flooded the shit. They drowned everybody in, and flooded the community and just built Central Park over it. So it's like, like, whenever Black people found a way, even with rap music, they find a way to take it back and, and take it from us. So, so we have to learn how to protect our shit. Because we black people could get it, but they just always take it from us, or destroy it. Like rap music, rap music is a perfect example. They always find a way to take everything that black people have. All right, we're moving on. Or destroy um, it. LT the voice, your thoughts, man. On that. does the does the Jewish is the Jewish community does the Jewish community thrive better than the black community? I see the voice. 
World Tour, you there? LT ain't want to go because he knew Joe was going to cut him off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> How does, yeah. the black, does, the, does the Jewish community ride better than the black community? Uh, yeah, because of the uh, because of the way they stick together. That's obvious. Like, they buy Jewish. They shop Jewish. They employ Jewish. Unless they want to um, give you uh, lower rates. Unless they want to give out lower rates, then they employ black and Hispanic. But they keep everything in, inside the Jewish community for the most part because that Jewish dollars touches a lot of hands and it helps everybody. And they and um, there's a lot of things, right? even like the whole susu methods and shit like that to make sure everybody's gonna get a lump sum to start a business. It's like it's a lot of things. So, yeah, yeah, they definitely thought better than us. All right. All right. They said, too, the, the, the Jewish dollar circulation, they said the Jewish dollar circulates in the Jewish community 10 times before it leaves. The black community, the black dollar don't even circulate once. We just right. get in and just get out the community. You don't got a community. You got her, Jerry. Yeah. Got her. That's the truth, though. That's the truth. Jay Boogie, what would need to be done for the black community to thrive just as well as the as the Jewish community? Turn turn the hood to a community. Like Mr. Wallace just said, we got hoods, yeah. we don't have communities. You know what I mean? I mean and and I think that, you know, it, it starts with us, right? We have to stop fucking hating each other. We gotta stop killing each other. We gotta stop, you know, being envious of each other. We just hate what we do amongst each other, where you look at the rest of those communities because they are a community, they don't, they don't do that to each other. I mean, you look at the Jewish community, right? Like they got their own police, they got their own ambulance, they got their own, and they live in the same city as we all grew up in, you know what I mean? But yet they have all of their own uh, in their communities, but we, you know, we just, we, we don't do that because we look at each other as, as the enemy or as competition, whereas they view each other as family. And until that changes, that mindset changes culturally, mentally, it's it's all gotta change. And until that happens, you know, we'll still we'll still deal with this shit for, for a long time coming. All right, Ryan Boss. Yes, sir. How can the black community be able to thrive? What would need to be done for the black community to thrive like the, the Jewish community? Yeah, I mean. It's a lot to be done, you know what I mean? It first is unity, you know what I mean? We need to, and then there's education, you know what I mean? We need to realize that we were once kings and queens, and you know what I mean? We need to realize that we are above what they told us that we were, you know what I mean, in school, because that's all they talk about is how we were slaves, you know what I mean? And I, you know how we was uh, looked down upon during segregation in Black history. You know what I mean. But they don't talk about how we were kings and queens in Africa. You know what I mean. They don't talk about how we the real Jews. You know what I mean. And none of that. So you know what I mean. They need to talk about facts in school. You know what I mean. And then you know what I mean. We could talk about 
you know what I mean? Really, it's, it's, it's on us too, you know what I mean? To educate our kids, you know what I mean? About how, you know what I mean? We were once kings and queens, so we don't look down on, you know what I mean? Like when they give us the trick knowledge in school, you know what I mean? It won't affect the kids, you know what I mean? The kids will be like, nah, you know what I mean? My mother didn't talk father told me, you know what I mean, I was a king, I was a prince, I was a princess, you know what I mean? So that's what we need, you know what I mean, in order to fix, you know what I mean, certain things in the community, well, in the hoods, you know what I mean, in New York, in LA, in Chicago, you know what I mean, or in Miami, all these places where they we killing each other and we so envious of what each other got. Like, matter of fact, it was cops rolling around in my hood today because- Yeah, that's um, pussy. Dead ass pussy. You dead ass pussy. Dead ass pussy. I can't yo, you spot. You always do this, spot. Yo, why you do this, spot? Why you do this? I'm trying to make my way. You coming to argue with your girl. You can't be doing this, spot. I'm trying to bring the community together, bro. I'm trying to bring the community together. Yo, this is Spot. Remember what I told you? You got to consider her feelings. That's crazy, yo. Yo, you all right? You all right? Yo, the Brothers Podcast. That's some shit that only happens in the Brothers Podcast, yo. That's some dead-ass pussy. Dead ass pussy. Dead ass pussy. Can't have no fucking baby. She got dead ass pussy. Fuck out of here. Bitch ain't got no kids. Fuck out of here. The straight facts. Fuck out of here. Give me. Love, LP. Love, brother. Yeah, uh, uh, be part in this interruption. <laughs> Yo. Hey, yo, world tour. What's your thoughts on oh, what just happened, or what's, 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 what's <laughs> that's it? No, no, no. I just wanted, I just wanted, I just wanted, I just wanted to get Tories off guard and see what he wanted to say. <laughs> we got that Ryan Bar. <laughs> yeah, but um, before I was interrupted, hold on. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's another thing, you know what I mean? We got to be, we got to be, you know what I mean, nicer towards our women. You know what I mean? That's one more thing that we need to do. Be nice towards our women because our women, you know what I mean? They sensitive, you know what I mean? They flowers and we need to treat them like such. But you know what I mean? Going back to the subject, you know what I mean? Our community needs you know what I mean? That's not another thing that, that I left out. We need love in our community. You know what I mean? We need love. That's number one. You know what I mean? And we need God in our community, you know what I mean, as the head. You know what I mean? Because everybody's thinking, you know what I mean, it's about them. You know what I mean? And it's really not about them. Like you could you could be you could have all the stuff that you want, you know what I mean? But if you don't have God in your life, you nothing, you know what I mean? You're nothing without God. And that's my take. All right. Believe uh, correct, Joe. Um, I, I feel like for us to change, bro, we need, 
we need to um, focus on the kids, right? Because I felt like people our age grow, like I said, like 20 something years old, we lost already. And I feel like the, the damage has been done. And I, I hate to say give up, but I feel like the damage is done. And I feel like we have to re-educate our children, right? Because like the children are the future. It sounds crazy, but the, the, the children are the future. And I feel like we have to focus on them and, and we have to teach them about the, how to manage finances. We have to teach them what we didn't know. And we have to focus on kids. And I feel like that's the way to change. I feel like, like Mr. Wallace said before, like if you plant a tree, even though you're not gonna benefit from it, right? But I feel like the, we just gotta invest in the kids. That educate I, I, the right I think Joe, I don't, I'm, I don't wanna cut you off like my main man, but what I would tell you is I think we, we also, you, you, you're absolutely right, you know, but we don't give ourselves enough credit for, for what it is that we're doing now. Um, and I don't think that we believe we're doing enough, but I think you have to think 20 years back about what people were doing then and what we are doing now with those, those guys that we looked at when we were coming up as young kids and where we are today in our lives and the example that we try and set. I think too often we don't, we don't give ourselves enough credit for what it is that we are attempting to do um, to better our, our hoods, to make it a community. And so don't discount what it is that you're doing or what it is that we are doing as young black men. It, 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 took, it took multiple decades, like we were going through this for multiple decades and, and quite frankly, it's gonna take multiple decades for us to climb out of that deficit to get to a positive side of this, right? And so it's not gonna happen overnight. We won't, to, to, to Mr. Wallace's point, as you just mentioned, uh, you could plant a tree and you may not be the beneficiary of it because it doesn't happen overnight. But what we're doing um, collectively, us as brothers, we are trying to move things in the right direction. Too often we want instant, instant gratification and we'll never get it. But you got to know that what you're doing right now, you personally, Joe, I'm, I'm talking to you personally, what it is that you do, you know, for, for your family, for the community, uh, what, you're trying to move us all in the right direction. And so don't discount what it is that we're all doing. Uh, it's just, we just may not, we may not reap the benefits and the fruits of our labor for what it is, but make no mistake about it. You have to know that 10, 15, 20 years down the line, everything your actions are today will be of benefit come towards for the future. Yeah, thank you, thank you. But you got him on. Yeah, Mr. Wallace, your thoughts? Um, all right, so what do we have to do to build our community? Yes, just like the Jew, to be like the Jewish community or better. All right, two things. We need to, I'm going to uh, piggyback off of Joe here. We need to invest in our children. That's the second thing. I think the first thing is our women. Our women need to value other things. We are primal creatures, you know, by nature. Um, men chase women. If our women 
were more impressed with the last book you read rather than what material thing you could provide them, a lot more brothers would be reading books rather than hustling and get a check. Um, women build community. That's, you know, that, that's what we need to get in check. We need to get our women to value the things that we are, to value us, to value us as we are, um, and to appreciate us as we are, and to be loyal to us as we are. That's the first thing we need to do. And we need to invest in our education. Um, and I'm not speaking about formal education. You know, um, I just showed my daughter Malcolm X last night. We watched it. And, you know, I was thinking by the time I saw Malcolm X, and I saw it in the movie theaters when it came out in 1992, he was nine years old. And by that time, I had already read his autobiography. I was already schooled on Marcus Garvey. Um, and a whole lot of, you know, the whole movement and Black Pride and all of that. And my daughter didn't know half about Malcolm X that I did by the time that I watched that movie. And that's my fault. You know, that's, I got to take ownership for that uh, because I didn't provide the level of investment that was necessary for her to be educated. And that's where I fell short. And that's where we fall short. You know, we have to invest in our children like, you know, like they are the future um, and stop depending on formal education to give them everything they're going to need. Uh, so I said, first, our women, second, our children, and third, realizing, you know, to Joe's and Jay's uh, reference to my point earlier, that we're not going to sit in the shade of the tree we plant. And, um, you know, still willing to put our best efforts forward, understanding that. So I think those two things are, are what it's going to take. All right, world tour. Yo. All right, how, what do you, how do you think the black community can thrive as the Jew, like just like the Jewish community or better? What would need to be done? Uh, well, uh, all the brothers was making valid points. Uh, um, uh, it's definitely, like what Mr. Wallace is definitely saying, uh, as far as educating our children, and um, as well as uh, Ryan Boss was saying it too, basically. But like how Mr. Wallace was saying, we got we got to take that to our own own hands. We can't depend on the um, school system to do it. But definitely start with educating our our children. Definitely starts there. And um, another good point, Mr. Wallace was saying, is definitely with our women, because women, um. Women are actually there for us to make us so much better and to actually make a house a home and make a hood a community. So like definitely when our women value the black family more versus because you know a lot of the the, the baddest the, the most prettiest females in the world like like bad guys, they want to be with a thug. Like you saw how what was that prison prison bay? Like they was going crazy over that picture. You know what I'm saying? And how they um 
And then just a, a quick point too, when, not to bash the women, but it, it's overall with us as well. When a nigga come home from jail, he's celebrated. They're gonna make sure he's straight. Versus when a nigga graduate from school or college or something, it's like, all right, good job. But it's not the same energy, not the same love. We don't embrace it the same. So we definitely gotta change the way we think. And of course the way we eat, like all that shit. So it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. No, definitely, definitely, that's true. Right there. But why, World Tour, why do you think people are celebrating when they come home whether then versus then someone graduating? Well, um, like, because it's like we uh, we fell in love with the bad guy. And we love the bad guy. So it's like that, one, that person gets more respect. He's, he's more of a womanizer. You know what I'm saying? So more females want to be with him because the, the more females he get, it's just, it's, and you know, uh, and a lot of females go crazy over this, when a nigga is a head buster over her, like, you say something, I'm gonna get my man, he gonna, you know what I mean? Nigga come outside ready to kill. And they like that, they drive him crazy. So, it's, it's, I, I wanna say something on that. Huh. I feel like, I feel like it's a. Cause I know man niggas that came home, and yeah, they do get all that love when they come home. But two weeks later, they sitting there asking for forty dollars, or they sitting there asking you to, you know, you got somebody, you know, that's through somebody that's hiring, or you know, what I'm saying like they can't get a bag of weed. You know, ain't nobody fucking with them no more. You know what I mean, I feel like it's because in the community we feel like yo. This nigga that graduated college, he gonna be good. And you know, in some in some aspects, it's kind of like, yo, this nigga better than me. You know what I mean? And we're afraid to celebrate that success. We're afraid to celebrate, like, yo, this nigga moving on to bigger and better things, and I'm still here. You know what I mean? And that's that's hard to swallow. Whereas the nigga that's coming home from jail, like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yo, my forty dollars mean the world to this nigga right now. You know what I mean? I can, I can, I can give that nigga a hug and make his day. You know what I'm saying? It's a different, it's a, it's a different level of, um, of perspective. So you quit to show that nigga that's lower than you love because, hey, you know what I mean? He ain't gonna rise above me. That nigga that just showed me that he, you know what I mean, yo. Against all these odds, yo, this nigga just did that. All right, man, I see you. You know what I'm saying? It's a little shameful. You know what I mean? But now I got to look in the mirror. Like, why didn't I do that? I feel like that has something to do with it. All right, we're going to do a little something different here. Let's do our final take on this topic right here. Mr. Wallace. Oh man, um, you know, I would say that, you know, my journey has been long, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been blue collar to white collar, now I'm no collar. And my perspective has changed in each step of the way. 
And um, I hope that what I what I what I am doing, that the example that I am setting is having a lasting effect to Jay's point. And I hope that my community can get over the hate that they feel for themselves. Um, and just you know, not be afraid to succeed. You know what I mean? To, to, to take the resilience that we have and refocus it on thriving rather than surviving. Um, and to love each other and to see each other as equals and to want to see each other do better and be better. Um, understanding that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and it takes time. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a transition. It's not an overnight thing. Um, but there is success and there is light at the tunnel, like light at the end of the tunnel. Um, that's what I'll say is my final thing. As well as I think Ashanti is beautiful. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the final take on this topic before we move to the next one. Um, Jay Boogie, final take on this topic. Yeah, two things, man. I would say, um, you know, failure, people, failure is not the opposite of success, right? I think failure is a part of success. And I think people have to realize that. And I think it's fine to celebrate success, but I think it's even more important to heed the lessons of failure. Um, and that's my final take on that. All right, please, Craig Joe, final take on this topic. Um, we just gotta um work together, man. You gotta work together and 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 stop being so envious, right? But it it, it sounds easy, right? It's easy to say it done because it's. It, with everybody background and, and and I think we was talking about this more before. Um when we were talking about the background and the households. Like we we might all live on the same block, but right in that household is it could be detrimental to one person. Like I could come from a household where I have a loving mother and father, but we live in the same hood. And and, and my man come from a household where his mom's on drugs, single father, no, you know what I mean? So we just gotta be empathetic to each other and learn from each other and listen to each other. And 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 that's the only way we could build a better um community. World tour, final take on this topic. Shit, man, final take. Yeah. If you knew better, you do better, man. Hey. Yeah, man. If you knew better, you do better. All right. Yeah. All right. Ryan Boss, final take on this topic. You and I, T Y, you gotta let them know. You and I, T Y, that's a Thank unity. You. you know what I mean? Love a black man from affinity to infinity. That's that's what we supposed to, we supposed to love ourselves, you know what I mean, as black people, and, and, and love each other, you know what I mean. In the Bible, it says, "Love thy neighbor." So you're supposed to do that, you know what I mean. It's, it's it's a command, you know what I mean. In order for us to thrive, we're supposed to love each other. So that's my final take on that. Yeah, 
All right, moving on. Um, United Nations officials stated that Russia is giving their soldiers Viagra to rape um, Ukrainians from the ages of four to 84, men, women, men and females, children, you know. Um, what's your thoughts on this, um, Ryan Bars? Yeah, man, I was reading about it, man. It just, it almost brought me to tears, man, because, you know, I feel like the Ukrainian people, you know what I mean? I feel like the, they like, they my own people too, you know what I mean? Because they religious, you know what I mean? People, you know what I mean? They uh, Islamic people in that country and, you know what I mean? They are being, you know what I mean, treated this way because of their religious beliefs and because they don't want to give up their land. And the Russians, you know what I mean, they they sick, man. I, like I, it's a spiritual warfare out there. You know what I mean? That's what it is. You know what I mean? They you got the 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 demons versus the angels. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? They gonna do some demonic things. You know what I mean? to these people because they innocent. All they doing is defending their land and, and trying to keep their land while the Russians are trying to take over. And then I heard that the Russians took over uh, some some parts of their land. So you know what I mean? Them raping them is just putting the icing on the cake. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? Just trying to destroy them like mentally, you know what I mean? And, and physically as well, you know what I mean? Because I, when I heard they was doing it to, you know what I mean, young men and old men and, you know what I mean, just from from 4 to 82 uh, or 4 to 84, like Ma said, you know what I mean, whatever the age, it's it's just crazy. Like, yo, how could you do this to people wherever the age they may be? But when I heard 4, I, it just blew my mind, you know what I mean? And is 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 all being ran by Vladimir Putin and he's giving them, you know what I mean, their their orders, you know what I mean? And I I just wish somebody would assassinate him or something, you know what I mean? Because he needs to be taken out. That's my take. All right. Mr. Wallace, your thoughts on this. Uh, thank you, all guys. Um you know, anytime I think about uh country to country battle. You know, that, that's that's um beyond the I think that moral scope expands past what uh it does in a, in a regular you know society, right? With with civilians. Um I'm not a student of war, but I am a student of history. And I mean, this is this is this is part of it. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. This this is part of what is done when you overtake a country. You know, what I mean, you have to breed. You have to make sure that the next generation and generation following, you know, is in the bloodline of your country. Um, not thinking on a spiritual level, but I think like thirty or forty percent of Russia is, is women. You know, at this point, um, so. You know, I don't know about the, the spiritual um, agenda, but I do know that on all other sides of Russia, they are surrounded by uh, 
like a, a different government and, and Jay, tell me if I'm wrong here, but there's like a that, that's like part of NATO, right? Like around them, they're not part of NATO. And I think the Ukraine is the only only country in their surrounding border that is also not yet part of NATO before they before they invaded, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, yeah. So they're surrounded on all sides by opposing government gov uh, governments. And this is their last outlet. You know what I mean? So they've compromised with every single one of their bordering countries and they've lost. So now in the last one, they're not willing to compromise and they're going to invade and breed to make sure that that, that is a foothold and that it is not compromised and they're not gonna be surrounded on all sides by opposing governments. Um, so, you know, just in history, that is, I cannot argue with that strategy. You know what I mean? Um, if you want to be, you know, to hold any power and, and be a sovereign country and, and, you know, continue to thrive the way you have in your own way, yeah, you got to protect the way you're living. And, and I don't see another option or too many other options for that. Now, I wouldn't go about it that way. I do not agree on the, in a moral aspect, in a civilian moral aspect, no. You know what I mean? That's that's horrid. You know what I mean? And, and you know, whoever's committing those kind of crimes needs to be castrated and tortured. Um, but yeah, you know, China. I mean, think of the U.S. Why is that military so strong? I mean, we are we have we're one of the only countries in history to be able to free ourselves from you know who we were under, right? We were under British, right? And we got free. And we built our military so that no one could do that to us again. Um, Ukraine didn't have those resources. And this is just, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, this is how countries conquer countries. Um, so, yes, I think it's extremely distasteful. I think it's um, egregious. Uh, but I don't think it's out of pace with, with history. That's my All right, LT the voice. Yo, I'm back. I was out for a minute. As y'all right. heard, what's your thoughts on you, um, the Russian government, the Russian, uh, Russia giving their soldiers a Viagra to rape Ukrainians from the ages of four to eighty-four? You said Viagra. Yeah, Viagra. That is crazy, but at the same time, that's just crazy. They trying to make more Ukrainians because if if they have the babies there and they get Viagra to the people to get them excited to make babies, I mean, let me give you a piece of your old medicine. Viagra don't create babies. They just make a nigga dick. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. So I, that, I, man, look, if that's the case, 
people need to be making more strong black babies and shit so they can fight in the war. Ukrainians trying to make um people fight for wars. You know, they're going to train them. They're going to train them kids, the Ukrainians, to fight in wars. So if they doing that for that, that's what they're doing. But um, it don't make no sense. Viagra is for um self, for you to feel good within yourself. You use Viagra so you could get a hard on, so you could penetrate and do what you do. But Viagra is not making kids. So what's the point of them giving them Viagra? That's not making kids in Ukraine. It honestly sounds stupid and pointless at the same time. But if they want to keep the um soldiers happy and give them Viagra so they can get a hard on and he fucked it, you know, oh well, to each his own. But that shit is stupid. That's my take on that. All right. I'll see the voice. World tour, your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I laugh. <laughs> Yeah, you both got it. First of all, yeah, I ain't bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, I ain't even gonna go there. But I, I that right there, it sounds like it sounds like some good old, uh, some good old uh, Confederate tactics, man. Some slaves, some they call it buckets and all that crazy. Shit. It sounds like some shit they used to do in this country. And um, to be honest, I don't want that. When you hear the ages fall. Kids, elderly, man, that's just that's just wicked. That's just wicked to to um beyond beyond even belief. That's wicked for them to do that. But my thing is, I don't. My thing is, I really don't be knowing, man, what to believe. Niggas could put that information out, and it could be the other way around. I don't know what's going on in Ukraine. I don't know what's going on in Russia. And I don't even know what's going on with America fucking spending eight, all this money over here and inflation is going crazy. So. I'm feeling on that. I'm, I'm jumping in on what you're saying because uh-huh. the U.S. <laughs> always not minding their damn business. So you right there. But like, so for the, like, in the fact of the matter, that those acts are being done is wicked. But the, I, I feel like those acts was done to us. Like how we were saying earlier, not not even a hundred years ago, that shit was happening out here, right? So it's it's wicked, it's bad, and like how um, Mr. Wallace was saying, basically about history, it's starting like history. What history? I'll let you know. It's some wicked shit going on out here, man. Been going on out here. It's wicked. So ain't nothing new under the sun. I be. Cause I know that tactic was used to for us. So like, it's unfortunate if that's what's going on. Um, how they know that's going on. It's, it it seemed kind of convenient for me from the, you know, put up news out about Russia like that. So like, who knows? Either way, but like allegedly you could say like, I don't, we don't know for sure, but if that shit is happening, that's wicked. Like, like that's, and it can't be no spiritual reason. It can't. There's no explanation for no shit like that, but straight being wicked. So it's unfortunate. It's very, very unfortunate, man. That's my take, though. All right. Believe correct, Joe. 
<clears throat> I mean, before, before before he start talking, I want to jump. I want to jump in. Yes, but real quick before Joe starts talking, because Joe will get real political, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I agree with That's him too." That's some dead ass pussy. That's some dead ass pussy. Because this this shit That's is serious. When our ancestors, when our ancestors went out, and 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 and, and we prayed, and we had our little uh, our segments back in the days, our ancestors. I'm talking about. We had our stuff good. They 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 stole our shit, and then they tried to change it and to put it to what they wanted to do it. We had our stuff good already. So every time we went out into into the wilderness, that's what they would say. And, and we pray and we clapped our hands and we stomped our feet to a beat. Only a beat to hear from the ground and our hands. We had all that. They trying to reincarnate it and make it to this. They trying to get... They they robbing us and trying to blackmail us, and some of us don't know that we being blackmailed. But if you went to the Baptist church, you already know. So I'm going on Therese's point. We 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 already had our shit. We was already good. Right, no uh, doubt. Nah, you can get on, Mr. Wallace. Believe correct, Joe. <laughs> I, I agree with LT the voice. Um nah, but um but um rape, I I believe, right? Like, I, I hate to go back in history, but like I watch a lot of like history channel and stuff, and I, I used to listen to you know like they have a lot of World War II. Um, doc- documentaries, and one thing that was always said was rape was a tool of war, right? Like the Romans did it, the British did it, America did it, Germany did it when they conquered Russia, Russia did it back to Ger- Germany when they won the war, right? The the the, the North did it to the South, the South did it to the, the the South the Southerns did it to the slaves, so like. They're like but they used to buck break, but they took the biggest, strongest black male and rape him in front of everybody to to to, to make him feminine, you know. So sex and rape was always weaponized in 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 in, 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 in from the history. You know what I'm saying? It's just from day one, sex was always used as a weapon. So I and and you know, so it's no way for you to tell like, you know, to me like. We're only going to get, and I'm, not, and I'm not saying that Russia is wrong, but you know, I feel like rape is going on on both sides. I just feel like Russia have, you know, like Ukraine have an ear. Like we only want to hear from the Ukraine side. You know what I mean? So you, you you really don't know. Like I'm not there, so I really don't know. You don't really know if that tr- that story is true. You can't. Re- I'm just not going to jump. You know what I'm saying? Because war is war. War always been war. That's that, that's just something that happens. All right, Jay Boogie. Bob so, Molly said it best. Was war. So I would tell you, um, I fortunate or unfortunately, um, 
about 10 years ago, was able to sit in a room uh, with Vladimir Putin uh, during a meeting. And he's probably one of the most satanic, sadistic people that you will ever meet on this earth. This is not a surprise uh, to us as, as, as America um, on what he, his tactics are at this point, because he is, he is essentially losing this battle in the Ukraine right now. To Mr. Wallace's point a little bit on history, the Ukraine was once a part of the Soviet Union before the fall of the Soviet Union. This is all about Vladimir Putin's legacy at this point, right? He's getting up there in age. He's getting long in the tooth. He's got a lot of uh, opponents in Russia in which they're trying to remove him because he, they, they, the people of Russia, uh, understand that what he's doing and his tactics will bring those people down for a very long time. We as Black people understand that more than anybody else, how long it takes for you to dig out of that hole, right? And so he, his back is against the wall and he is losing this war and he's losing it immensely. Although the Ukraine is not a part of NATO, uh, NATO has given a ton to the Ukraine, which has allowed them uh, to defeat the Russian soldiers in so many places. Two weeks ago, Vladimir Putin had announced that every male in the country will be required to, to go to war at this point. What has happened was so many people in that country have fled to go to other countries for two reasons. One, they don't feel like they can do it. And two, they don't agree with what he's doing. But to everybody's point that mentioned this, you know, sex for a very long time in the history of war has been a part of war. This is the nature of the beast. It doesn't make it any better, but it is the nature of the beast of war where these countries tend to use those to try and make it to their advantage uh, at this point. He's targeted the capital of Kiev, and that's really where you know you see a lot of the Russian soldiers trying to uh, go after these young women and elderly women and males. Um, a lot more males have been molested and raped than women have. Um, that's a fact. I know that to be true. Um, but at the end of the day, he his back is against the wall, right? This is to me, this is his his last step before he try and before he tries to move pot potentially towards a nuclear option, uh, because this is what he's trying to do to get the, the people of Ukraine to kind of fold to what it is that he wants, which is control of certain points of that country and make it a part of the Russian history. Again, most people in the Ukraine, particularly on the border, speak Russian. Um, but they don't agree with any of the Russian ideologies because they, they are Ukrainians. These are probably some of the most resilient uh, people I've ever met. Uh, I was just there probably three to four weeks ago. I was just there. And the training and the things that they're doing in the Ukraine is unbelievable that what they're doing to defend their country. This is the reason why at this point, you know, Vladimir Putin has kind of resorted to forcing these soldiers, and it's not all of them because all of them don't agree with it, but the bulk of them that are, they, they will carry out his orders because they are deathly afraid of him. Um, and so this is a part of war, but his back's against the wall, he is losing the war. And, and this is his, to me, his last straw before he potentially looks to try and go towards a nuclear option. Make no mistake about it, Vladimir Putin is, is kind of teaming up with the Chinese. The Chinese have taken a second thought at this because the Chinese see what the Ukrainians are doing to the Russians, and they're definitely afraid of what the Taiwanese people could potentially do to the Chinese people if this thing happened in the Pacific. So the same way it's happening in Europe, 
The Chinese are now worried that it could happen in the Pacific. So, uh, you know, it is true, these reports that you're hearing, it's true. We've gotten all types of reports on it um, from where I sit in my perch um, that I see and I read it. And it is sickening. It is absolutely sickening. But to everybody's point, unfortunately, it is a part of war. But his back's against the wall and he's losing. Um, and it's a it's a win, quite frankly, for, for Joe Biden. The, the fall, the small wins that he can get. This is one of the wins that he can get as far as the support from America uh, to to the Ukraine. But we'll see how this how this ends up. Um, obviously, we can't be in that country because they're not a part of NATO. But to Mr. Wallace's point, everybody surrounding Vladimir Putin are a part of NATO. And so those are the countries in which we sit. We just cannot sit physically uh, in the Ukraine to do anything to him. And he knows that and he uses it to his advantage. And kudos to him because he's a leader and, and he's trying to defend the Russian ideologies. Um, and so, yeah, man, I think I think this is a part of it. And, and it's unfortunate. It is sick. It's sadistic. They all should die, those folks that are doing this. But, you know, to, to the to the Ukrainian people and their resiliency, I, th I think it's unbelievable to watch uh, from where I sit. All right. Thank you so much, Jay Boogie, for that. All right. Ryan Barr's final take on this topic right here before you move on. Yeah, man. Um, I just want to, you know what I mean, say, you know what I mean, uh, God give them strength. And you know what I mean, resilience and peace in that land of Ukraine. And I like to, you know what I mean, thank Jason for uh giving us so much information that you know what I mean we don't usually get, you know what I mean, from news, you know what I mean. So I like to give a shout out to Jay for that. That's my final take. All right. Um, Mr. Wallace, final take on this um topic. Um it's unfortunate, uh, but I really don't know the intricate details. So, you know, best of luck to everybody involved, and, and I hope it I hope it ends with the least violence possible, least casualties as possible. All right, that's my thing. All right, world tour. Final take on this topic. Yeah, man, that's it's crazy, man. It's, um, this uh, this is where war is. It's crazy. Now, right. the voice, final take on this topic. My final take. Take on every step of the moment. This topic. Take every step of the moment and prepare yourself. You never know what's going to come. That's right. my final take on that. All right. Believe correct, Joe. Final take on this topic. Yeah. Um. You know, I have a co-worker who's from Ukraine. And, you know, every day, every day I'm listening to, you know, she has her son-in-law, her uncles, um, she has a lot of, of family members, you know, that's fighting in this war. And she's like constantly crying and I see what it's doing to her. And, and you know, my heart goes out to the Ukrainian people because I'm hearing firsthand, step by step, what, you know, what she's really going through. So my heart goes out to the Ukrainian people, man. And you know, they gotta just stay strong and it's, you know, 
it's from a, a a dictator who's just trying to basically rule, you know, rule the world. And and you know what I'm saying? My heart just goes out to the people, man. You gotta stay strong. I'm gonna mess with Joe right here. You know, Joe. Some of them went. They went when they was leaving, um, fleeing the city, right? Fleeing the country. They went and let some some of the black people on. Did that change your topic? That changed your thoughts now? <laughs> nah, nah. Listen, listen. War is war. You hear me? And and like I said, like not everybody is a racist person. You know what I'm saying? Systemically, yes systemically racist but not everybody and and you know what i'm saying and and you know, i just feel like everybody needs deserve a chance to live man and just be happy man all right yo, messing with plays pc joe <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> jay boogie final take on this topic yeah man i think um those folks uh in the ukraine again like i said before man are probably some of the most resilient people i have ever seen um, I would serve alongside of them any day of the week, just how resilient they are. Um, they won't quit. They won't lay down. And they will all tell you that the key to success is to focus on the goals and not the obstacles. All right. So I'm going to end this on, uh, on, a, on a more positive note. World Tour, what's your top three favorite um, kicks? Uh, sneakers? Yes, sir. That's hard, man. I, I'm going to say, I got to say, you know, the bread patent, the bread 11, patent 11s, black, white, and red colorway, of course. I'm going to say the uh, the uh, the pennies, you know what I'm saying, the blue ones, where they started going crazy with phone posits, those. And damn, number three, that's hard. I'm going to. Shit, I'm gonna have to say, damn, I'm gonna have to say now that I'm older though, I'm on, I'm on, I only wear ones. If I wear a pair of Jordans, only a pair of ones, I ain't gonna lie. But shit, I had so many sneakers, man. I don't know, man. Like the third one, I can say, I, right, I'm gonna say something that I had in my collection. Uh, I had got these. I got the fucking the black and, and purple flowers. Hat. Hat. Yeah, World Tour is breaking up right there. We'll come back to you. Um, Ryan Bars, top three favorite kicks. Uh, I'm going to have to go with some of them, like, I had uh, one time I had, it was my birthday, I went to go get these kicks, these all-black phone posits, you know, them joints was slicking in the streets when it rained, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the joints was fire, you know, so I got to give it up to those. I'll, then I got to give it up to the uh, the all-gray suede Pippins. I, I, I kind of had a Love Jones for those, you know what I mean? And then I had some uh, some purple and black dunks that that had like yellow speckles in the in the sole, in the black sole. And those joints went fly with this LRG shirt that I had that had a, like a midnight skyline. 
with trees in it and all that. So, you know what I mean? I, I love that sneaker. I, I wish I still had them. So that's my top three. All right. Um, Jay Boogie, top three pair of kicks. Yeah, so I'm going to have to go with um, some Griffs. I love Griffs. Uh, I'll fuck with the CB34s. And then I'll fuck with the Jordan 11s, the red and black ones. All right, all right. Uh, Mr. Wallace. Uh, top three pair of kicks. Um, top would be Jordan 6s. Uh, then I would say 95 Air Maxes. And I would say Paulie's. Um, but but the best pair of kicks I ever had was actually these Pumas. They was in a microfiber suede, navy blue. You know, these shits was just so fire. So I just, and right now, they're a collector's item. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you go on eBay, they're like, they sell them for like $1,700. Uh, but I ran these shits into the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, these shits are so fly. Uh, I still got them, but I can't wear them no more because they're just too ragged. But these shits are like, like a classic, you know? These shits are like, yo, super fire. But Jordan 6s, 95 Air Maxes, and, and um, Paul. All right, LT the voice. I I'll sit there. I I I throw down. They they fit my feet real good. Draw thirteens. They fit my foot real good. The ring, the rings, drawing rings. Six rings. Heard about those. Six rings. Mm -hmm. Um. Damn. I I like the Tracy McGrady shit too. Uh oh, look at T Mac. Y'all remember that? We. How's it, bro? I had to bring those back. Like, the big blues that came out the train. And um, my church shoes, nigga. Shit. I, I love I love wearing me some nice church shoes. Me some mm -mm. shit. Steve Madden's and shit. That's my other shoe. Boy, you can't stay on topic for nothing. <laughs> you know what? They crack Joe. But my favorite, favorite, favorite pair of shoes of all time is the Space Jams. Join the Levens. I, I, I fucking love those shoes, man. And I will keep buying them. I have two pairs right now that I'm trying to hold on to for dear life. And, you know, but my Jordan 11s, Space Jams, number one. I, I, I Even though my man going through a lot of controversies right now, I love the Yeezys 350. Them shit is mad comfortable. And, you know what I mean? I love the Yeezys. The, the 350. They nice. And um, my third pair, I, it's a toss-up between like the, the the Air Max 95s and the phone posits that make me old school. What's the toss-up between those two? All right, thank you. Hey, right. man, because I I I would have I would have fucked with the Jordan Patton leathers, but I never got a pair, so that's why I ain't missing the pair I had. So, <laughs> what's your favorite three, Hawkeye? Me, 
um, Jordan 3's Black and Red, um, Space Jam 11's, and the um, Black and Red Pippins. Um, yeah, Black and Red Pippins. Okay. Which one? Okay. Which one? Which Pippins? Uh, the, the second one. I'm looking at them shoes right now. You know with the three lines on them? With the squirrels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the three lines, those right there. Yeah, I remember, I remember what you talk about, you Laker fan. That was the yeah, first I had, one. I had like, those on right now. Not one Laker sneaker when he said that's that a, shit. That's a, that's a damn lie. <laughs> I, had those, I had those ugly ass Reebok Van X shoes, the yes, black. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that them shits. Uh, man, next was wearing them. Uh, so don't lie. <laughs> so, you know. Check, really... check on it. Yeah. All right, World Tour, what was your third Your third one? Because you broke up. Oh, uh, shit. Shit, my third one? It's, it's, I'm going to say it was, I was trying to think of something that I had. I was I was saying the, the black and, um, now I ain't gonna front. I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to say those Bo Jacksons, man. Those Bo, Dwight and um, Orange Bo J- Jackson. Yeah. When I had them shits, I changed the game. Niggas, young niggas wasn't even wearing shit like that. I put those on with that guilty jersey and those Nordica sweats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, remember the pumps? Remember the pumps? We got those. Yeah. Pit- we got those pictures, tall with you with the right. <laughs> with that same yeah, outfit. Yeah, pump, 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 pump. Remember the pumps? Niggas had to pump their sneakers up. I ain't gonna front, y'all, y'all all know me. I never, I always been a Nike nigga. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had no pumps. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had no felines. I ain't had no Adidas. I had all Nikes. Even a picture, a picture when I had the green shirt on, a throwback, and right before the boom hit back, I had, and I remember them shits you had too, right? Like, you know how hard it is to get a pair of dunks nowadays? You know what I'm saying? And I and the picture was is me and home, me and Jay on the stoop, and he had the Tim's oh, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had the white and red dunks. Oh. I got that pic too. Yeah, I was like, and I remember when I was went and um I remember Nika, my sister, my sister-in-law was like, what sneakers he got on? And uh, I was like, those are dunks. Ah, right, right. and that's right before the dunk wave hit back. Like you can't even get a pair of dunks right now, regular price, man. Like uh, that's, that's why the, that's the that's the picture Mel put in the group talking about I was down with Terror Squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, man. The crazy shit. This would have been a good question for Man Man. Little Daryl. Yeah, Daryl had a lot of sneakers too. That yeah. nigga, that nigga, that nigga rocks sneakers. He that nigga yeah, rocks all these joints. You know, you know what's crazy too. You know what's crazy too. I got what? mad pumps, bro. I got mad Reebok pumps and shit. <laughs> I had, I probably, I go for, I probably had one pair of Reeboks. And, and you know, it's my, they you know, it's like they could have been the pumps too. The black, they was black, white, and blue. I think they were shacks though. Oh, I think they was, nah, I ain't had no shacks. They did, that was LA, LA Max or some shit. Nah, nah, that was a Shack Gnosis. You know, I got them shits too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. the Shack Gnosis. Yeah, I got the Shaq Gnosis. I already know your sneaker game is is uh, is, is A1, Joe. Now I got the uh, I got yeah. the Shaq Gnosis. I got I got the um I got a pair of LA Gears too. The light up. They yeah, the- LA Gears, the pump. <laughs> that was the pump, the LA Gears. I said LA Max. Uh, I was my dumbass. I wasn't uh, even I remember even like the Jason Kids. It's just had like the two round bubbles. I remember yeah. those. I had those. 
had a lot of sneakers when back in the days. No That's I'm lying. I did with. I... Oh shit. Yeah, Tony. Niggas is like S dot Carter and shit. Them S dot. All right. Um, Tor, final comment. Uh huh. Um, well, about everything that we spoke of? Yeah. Final comments. Yeah, the thing, that shit that's going on in Ukraine, that's wicked, man. Like, and like how Jay, because I know I know Jay always got the inside information. Like, he knows, you know what I'm saying, this shit is real or not, whatever. So, now that, you know, Jay confirmed this is shit like that is really happening in 2022, it's just, it's wicked. Like, yo, Putin is, is, is shaping up to be like the next hated, like Hitler type shit, right? Definitely, if that nigga drop a nuke or some shit, like niggas better stay out that man way, boy. Niggas, niggas gonna have to get Trump in here to uh, to, to smooth that shit out, boy. That shit crazy. <laughs> All you gotta do is press a fucking button. That shit not good, boy. That shit, that shit ain't good. Yeah, God, God, God got control of all that. Yeah, man. Yo, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big religious person, but a lot of wicked shit happened on God Watch. I ain't gonna lie. But, like, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Word it it, up. It, it ain't his watch, it's the devil watch. The devil try to control shit. So, ain't, the, ain't God and the devil brothers? Like Zeus and fucking the other nigga? Same brothers, bro. Yeah, right? Motherfuckers was best of friends at one time, probably. <laughs> You're crazy out here, man. Yeah, that, that, that's why Bloods and Crips became. You know, uh-huh. You right. I, I agree with you on that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we, we had four wing, huh? Yeah, guards and Crips. Yeah, I hear. Hold on, LT, you up, you up next. Go ahead, World Tour, finish up. World Tour? So God bless every human being. All lives matter. Black lives matter. Ukraine lives matter. Even Russia. And like I want just to quickly say, like how Jay was saying, Hope was saying, a lot of these soldiers in Russia, they they under, you know what I'm saying? They have to do what they have to do. So it's, it's like it's a fucked up situation across the board. But that's my take. All right. LT the voice, final comments. Final comment, or, or or you want me to drop a tool? Which one? Final comment. Final yeah. comment. Yo, you got to stay strong, and where you at? But if you're not strong, you're gonna be gone. And that's just straight facts. Believe in what you believe in, and keep it going. All right, Ryan Bars. Final, uh, final comments for today. Yeah, man, yo, I just want everybody to stay strong, believe in what they believe in, because, you know what I mean, that's, the faith is what keeps us strong, you know what I mean, so, you know what I mean, just hold your head up, you know what I mean, high, and, and, and believe you a child of God, you know what I mean, and uh, to the people out there in Ukraine, you know what I mean, I just want them to, uh, you know what I mean, stay strong, hold their head up while they going through what they going through, and you know what I mean. Know that there's an end. You know what I mean to everything, and this and this war is going to end at some point. 
and it's going to be a victor. And uh, hopefully it's going to be Ukraine so they can get their land back and they get their peace back. All right. Um, Police Correct Joe, final comments for today. <clears throat> Love life, man. That's it. Love life. All right. Um, Jay Boogie, final comments for today. That's it, Joe. Love life. That's it. Come with some knowledge. There's a drop a tool, nigga. He asked him to drop a jewel. Yeah, we're gonna man. get there. We're gonna get there. Love, love life. Oh, all right, love my life. bad, my bad, my bad. Yo, listen, in the words of my man Pitbull, if you continue to work hard, let that be the fuel to your fire. Dolly. Mr. Wallace, final comments for today. Yo, do everything that we've been talking about, all these serious situations going around the world, all the political things that stress us, we have to remember Ashanti's dad is. Yes, she is. All right, LT The Voice, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Alright, I'm going to say one thing. You follow your dreams. Because your dreams can't follow you. So you got to chase them. And another thing, be the best version of yourself that you can be. That's my final take. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, LT The Voice. Jay Boogie, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Yes, sir. Um, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Thank you, Jay Boogie. Ryan Barr, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. This is straight directed to my man Spills. Treat your lady how you want to be treated. We'll copy that. Copy that. All right. Thank you, Ryan Boss. Play correct, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Life is good. <laughs> Joe, two word, two word answers. All right. World Tour. Thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. World Tour. Oh. All right, Mr. Wallace, thank you so much for joining us, joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. I never let the words or actions of others dictate your character. Uh, if you do, that's a bad-ass person. All right, thank you so much, Mr. Wallace, for joining us today. All right, this has been another edition of the Brothers Podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Your mom, my drop a My man, Hawkeye, right before drop the NBA season gets ready to start, Drop a jewel on the team. Yeah. Let's go, Yankees. Let's go, Yankees, oh, baby. Get, get ready to start. Let's go, Yankees. I'll drop a jewel. I'll drop a jewel right now. They lose tonight. Fire Aaron Boone. Fuck yeah. All right. This has been another edition of the Brothers Podcast. We, we out. We out. Peace. 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 Peace.
Now that we done spoke on these topics, you know it's only right that we open up your optics for all my listeners. Now I know you got options, but I ask around the brothers the hottest, like DJ Khaled. We the best in these streets. Make sure that you're listening in next week. Shout out to Sergeant J Boogie and World Tour, LT the Voice, and PC Joe for sure. Mr. Wireless and Ryan Bars leave you wanting more. You know it's Brothers Podcast. What you fronting for? Where we got news and drop jewels galore. The Brothers Podcast, Stash Crib Report. Chip, BK, All Day, Ryan Bars. The future like flying cars.